The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. Welcome everybody to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all, and we're here with you each and every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova, and I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church, located in Deer Park. Visit our website at soh.church, that's soh.church. You can see all the great things we're doing in the community, check out some of our services, hear amazing stories, and much more. Subscribe to our podcast, Sound of Heaven Radio, wherever you get your podcasts, and be sure to give us a amazingly tremendously beautiful five-star rating helps us out a ton like us on facebook and instagram by searching sound of heaven live and don't forget to download our free app by opening up the app store or the android marketplace and typing in sound of heaven uh and uh again it's a phenomenal app great app good for your studying reminders checking all these crazy things out uh and our call in number tonight is 631-451-1039 we would love to hear from you and we are continuing with our study oh yeah i forgot uh there's this guy next to me who's uh my co-host uh and uh, compadre Jason Kaj D'Ambrosio. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? How you doing? I was waiting on that, but I figured you'd get around to it. Yeah, I figured uh, when I had the extra time, I'd slip in the introduction for you. That's it. Why not? Why not? So how, how was your weekend and week? I haven't seen you in a few days. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been busy. It's been busy. Been busy? Yep. Family's away. I have the house to myself. Oh, that's right. It's like Tom Cruise at my house in, uh, what's it, uh, Risky Business? Risky Business? Yep. Was that the one? No, I, I was thinking of, didn't he do one called Cocktail? Where he was a, <laughs> he was the uh, bartender. He was flipping around the bottles and stuff. What? Don't look at me that way. So, anyways, yeah, my family's been away. We get a lot of stuff done. Yeah, and, right. Uh, yeah, know, right. Take, you've been you've been parking it, not doing anything. Yeah, taking care of business, if you don't mind. All right. How about right. you? How was your week? Oh, uh, it was good. It was good. We uh, went out to Fire Island. I took the boys. Took my dad. Uh, we spent a, a day out there, and and uh, we were going to spend two days, but it was supposed to rain today, so we headed out last ferry last night. Now, t- I'll be honest, three young boys. That's about enough. They were they were they were tuckered out. They were. They had enough. Oh yeah, but uh, I don't know if you've ever been out to Watch Hill on Fire Island, but it's, not. it is beautiful. It's like a nature preserve out there. It was. Uh, it, it was really nice. I woke up in the morning, four o'clock. I'm making bacon. Sun's rising. Can hear the ocean in the back. You would be making bacon. Oh, I was absolutely, and the bacon attracted one of the uh, biggest bucks I've ever seen. He was like, uh, it was a twelve pointer. I turn around, and uh, there he is, staring at me. What'd you do? 
I just I just let him hang out with me for oh, a while. Disgraceful. You call yourself a hunter. Well, I, what do you want me to do? Throw him on the barbecue? Yeah. I, I would have done that too, but it's protected land. Is it? I'm not above that. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, we're live from the Levenstein Studios here, and our resident guru st- statistician in the back uh, said, Cocktail's a movie where Tom Cruise was a bartender. Thank you very much. So... We'll see. That was a movie from back in the day. And uh, listen, I, I heard something that really disturbed me earlier. And what's that? Do you know that if you went back the same amount of time as Marty McFly went back uh, in Back to the Future, you'd be going back to... Go ahead. So going back from where it was current... Like right now, yeah. So if going back from the current time in the movie to where he was at the school with his mom. Yes. So that time frame, okay. 1991. Oi. I know that hit, that hits you right in the right in the gut, doesn't it? That if you went back, you'd be going back to 1991. There seemed like such a gap from 1985 to 1955. <clears throat> wow! But 1991, really? Yeah, not a fan of that. Too. Yeah, I was doing. I was like so relaxed from my trip, and I opened up Facebook, and somebody posted a meme with with that, and I was like, man. That's wild. Well, listen, this is the life-changing content you get here on Sound of Heaven Radio Live, okay? And so, in all seriousness, what we do on this radio show is we break down the Bible and teach the Bible in a unique way. We have conversations about some of the, the word uh, here. We, we help you apply it to your life, understand it, because so many people say, you know, I, read the, I try to read the Bible, it gets so confusing, I get so overwhelmed by it. And uh, some people are like, I don't even believe in God. But if you listen to some of the things that we're teaching and, and, and they're applicable for anybody, whether you're a Christian or not even a Christian, it, it, it's, it, it will help your life out. Right. A, a lot of success principles are straight out biblical principles. Yeah, you ain't kidding. So tonight what we're in is we're in Matthew chapter number 10. And we're talking about the instructions for service, where Jesus summoned his 12. And the interesting part about this chapter, you got to understand that this is right after Jesus, just two chapters full of miracles and healings and signs and wonders. He's healing the Jews, the Gentiles. He's, he's taking care of business and, and all yeah, it's of like, it. It's like Oprah. You're getting healed. You're getting healed. You're right. getting healed. And so the apostles are watching this and their minds are just being blown. And then Matthew chapter 10 starts. And I'm going to start reading out of verse number one. It says, And Jesus summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and heal every disease and every sickness. Every? Well, this is, yeah, there's the every part. There's the what's the unclean spirit part. And then what is the, this handing over authority part? I think those are three topics that we should discuss before the, the break over here. That sounds So good. let's talk about the authority first, right? Jesus is giving them what he has. Jesus right. just demonstrated that he has this authority where he can heal the sick. He can cast out demons and devils uh, and uh, and things that torment people. He could heal every, every single sickness out there. And the disciples just watch this firsthand. So then they, Jesus gathers them together and he says, all right, the same authority that, that you just watched on display, uh, I'm going to hand over to you and I'm going to watch you use this. Now, this is pretty funny because this is like, you know, handing over, you, you know, your kid the game of mousetrap before it's put together and like, hey, put this thing together and, right. and you just entertained watching them try game. to. Don't ever buy my children that. For uh, and I mean, Jason are in agreement with that. If you want to make an enemy with us, buy our kids mousetrap. That and a recorder with the CD of Fro- Frozen, let it go. Or drunk. Didn't somebody, didn't somebody do that to you? Or was that you? Maybe not. No. It, no. it was like one of those recorders. That's the worst instrument on the planet. No, well, my family's a whole is, is, is all musicians, so I'm, I'm already knee-deep in the drum sets and the, and the guitar, so it's just smashing on everything 24-7. Right, and you playing hot cross buns on the recorder. I love the recorder. 
I just watched uh, America's Got Talent. The guy on the recorder killed it. Really? Killed it. No way. Absolutely. Put, go, Dave, look it up. Go a guy recorder. He beat. He um, was it beatboxes with the. Oh, I think I've with seen the that. The recorder okay. playing at the same. That's time. That's different. I thought you meant like you know he's you know playing some sort of sonnet on. No, on he is playing the song on the computer. Well, he's beatboxing with it though. He's yeah, he's but going it outside even, the box. It makes it, it even better. I right? think I've seen that. All right, it's well, impressive. Okay, it's All extremely right. impressive. All right. So Jesus gives them this authority. They're looking at this, going like almost like, well, what do I do with this thing? And so now comes the training process. And you listening out there, Jesus gave the apostles the authority and this was the authority that people who believe in Jesus would have forever and ever and ever and ever from generation to generation Ephesians 321 in a world without an end this is the authority that that we would be handed over to use and to demonstrate to change the world for him and the one activator the one thing that causes this to continue to be activated and to continue to be functioning is faith and faith is something that we struggle with on a consistent basis because there are sometimes the things around us dampen our faith, right? We right. let the outside circumstances, we see them and we lose hope based on what we see with our eyes. And the fight that the fighting the good fight, the training that we have to do is to continue to maintain a high amount of faith and hope no matter what we see. Right. And your faith is the substance of things that are hoped for and the evidence of things that are not seen. That's Hebrews 11.1. 1. Meaning when you are acting out of something that right. is not completely evident to you by all your five senses, you're acting out of faith. Yep. And it's with the exact opposite of the world. And that's what separates believers from unbelievers, right? Believe, unbelievers are more, I'll believe it when I see it, right? That's what the world wants to portray to you. They, they portray images out to you of what a man is, what a woman is, what a marriage should be, what sex should be like, what uh, success looks like. And, and, and a lot of those ways lead to complete emptiness, right? The world tells you that success is having a lot of money, having a lot of power, and you'll see, you know, having a lot of fame. And you'll see that when people get a lot of that stuff, it leaves them empty and completely, completely there's a void that needs to be filled. You see that in Hollywood. We look and we want to be what these people are. Not we, but not all of us. But uh, yeah, their lives are a mess. Absolutely. You know, yeah, a lot of them are. And a lot of them turn to faith because they understand that it's something more than that. But, you know, but we as believers, it's you believe it first and then you see it. Your faith puts things into action and sets things in motion. And so you believe it. You roll up your sleeves. You get your hands dirty to build it. And then you start to see God manifest. And that's why Jesus had to encourage them first with his actions. Because if Jesus didn't demonstrate this it would have been very hard for them to see what he was doing before he gave them that authority over Absolutely. but we'll go into this a little bit more you're listening to sound of heaven radio live i'm your host pastor johnny ovi pastor the sound of heaven church i want to personally and cordially invite you to our sunday services which are every sunday at 10 30 a.m you can get the address right off of our website soh.church uh stay tuned we'll be right back after the break Welcome back, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. We're here with you each and every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova, and I pass at the Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park. Joined by my co-host, Jason Cotchardy Ambrosio. We're breaking down Matthew chapter 10 today, and we started the show off about talking about the authority that was handed over from Jesus, where Jesus was performing all these miracles and healings and signs and wonders, and everybody who 
who was sick was getting healed and oppressed and depressed and, and stressed and every other est that you could possibly think of. Jesus was healing and setting free and raising from the dead and all this amazing things that were just blowing their mind in the first century. And believe it or not, you know, you know there's historical documentation of eyewitness accounts that Jesus actually did this stuff? Uh, I, I know there is. How do you know? I study this stuff too, <laughs> yeah. You do? I do. I, I actually for an atheist co-host, not yep, a... No, you didn't get one in me, I'll tell you that. No, no. <clears throat> no, tons of historical evidence of everything that happened in that first century that is extra biblical, which means outside of the Bible. No, I think in we, case we, you didn't know. Yeah, well, we got to go back to the co-host. Thing. I mean, the two requests were, I need an atheist co-host or one that looks like Uncle Fester. And obviously we got the one. Obviously, we could obviously see the one that I got. You know, I, I appreciate Mike because every time he <laughs> makes statements like that, he shakes his head and he knows. <laughs> he knows deep down inside. All right. Way. So let, let me ask you. Here, here's a, a would you rather. Oh, boy. All right. A would you rather. I want you to really think this one out. Okay. Would you rather be able to foretell like your knowledge, see 10 minutes into the future or... 150 years at a time into the future. Oh, I would go 10 minutes. Why is that? Because I could uh, I could react to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could absolutely... No, react. no. You could go 10 minutes, 20 minutes, a month, all the way up to 150 years at a clip. Not just 150 years I guess, from now. Well, maybe I'm not understanding the clip. So you could... All right, let's say you, you could foretell the future. Yeah. All right? You could only go 10 minutes ahead. Like, you could only see 10 things that are going to happen 10 minutes from now. Okay. Or you could see things that happen up to 150 years from now. So you could see something in 10 years. You could see something in 40 years. You could see something in 80 years. Can I control when I see it and how I see it? Whenever you want to see it, yes. Well, why wouldn't you go with the 150 years? Because I think knowing how I'm going to die or knowing, like, what my life is. Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah, no, I I need 10 minutes at a time so I could focus. It is tough. I see what you're saying, but like... Because I'm going to be tempted to look 20 years where my life is and see it. I could be encouraged or discouraged, and then it's going to ruin the, the, uh, the 20 years leading up to that. Man, that is a tough one. That is, that's different than the chicken and the duck and the, and the horses. It's a good one. It makes you think, though. It right? is. It is. It's, you know, it's easy to fight a horse-sized chicken. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, this is what I'm going to have to think about. Maybe, maybe in the third segment I'll, I'll come. All right, I'm, going with, I'm telling you right now, my answer is just the 10 minutes. Is the 10 minutes? Yeah, yeah. My answer is the 10 minutes. Yeah, okay. All right, so think about that. Pray on it. Fast about it. Get back to us on Friday. I will, I will. All right. Let's get back to Matthew chapter 10. So we see this this handing over the authority uh, over unclean spirits. Now... We gotta we gotta kind of clean this this definition out a bit because right. when you think unclean spirits, many people are sitting there thinking of the Ghostbusters. Yep, they're thinking of Slimer, right? They're thinking of uh, yeah. There was an unclean spirit. It was him. That that dude was a. Did pig. you know that they made Slimer after Belushi? That's uh, wasn't that in the in the documentary movies that made us. Yes, it was. Yeah, that's yes, a great documentary. They made the, the Slimer character after the Belushi character, which is pretty. But yeah, so they think of these. This major underworld, this this these gargoyles and all this stuff. So they think it's uh, this is what the mindset is. But here, I want to base it down and uh, what demonic opposition looks like. And when we say when we're fighting demons and all the spiritual opposition, I, I want you to think about the word manifestation or the way you react to things. So to even break it down to more generalized, right? You know anybody with a short temper? Oh yeah. Okay, so let's talk about temper, right? Some people can take a lot of stuff and take a lot of heat, and uh, we call that 
uh, uh, long suffering, right? It's a right? fruit of the spirit yep. that you're able to take a lot of nonsense and be able temper to temper and self control. S- suffer yep. well, baby. Suffer well, right? It's long suffering. Then there's other people who like every little thing makes them just absolutely implode and explode. Right. I used to have a, one of my mentors back in the day said you could tell the size of somebody by the size of the thing that makes them angry. That that'll hit you in the gut. Wow. Too. Wow. That's that's it. All right. <laughs> so. So, and I want you just to think about those two things. And sometimes these people with anger issues, because it's a very relatable topic, that's why I'm talking about that, can't control that, right? Because right. nobody sits there and goes, yeah, I want to be angry at everything all the time. But no, just something right. happens, you're a weak point. And I, I find myself, like I get quick tempered more when I'm like struggling personally, like when I'm mentally strained or drained or overly stressed out, I have a quick temper or something like that. And I find out that that is where I that's go. That's fair. I think most people can relate to that. So the authority that Christ is giving under here, so the, that's a manifestation when something stupid that shouldn't get us angry makes us really angry and we lose control over that that is a manifestation that we don't want we're acting a certain way that we don't want so is that kind of like the the evidence of of something that's that's hidden within yeah absolutely like like when we say fruit oh you have to bear fruit what does that mean it's evidence right so when you have an anger issue and you lash out that is that is a manifestation of something that's that's underneath and when we talk about fruit you see everybody should see it and let me tell you something everybody sees the anger issues too everybody knows if you're short-tempered and you're angry you know especially your spouse your children all that stuff like that so you gotta get that under control so yeah, you can tell just by some people's face sometimes. Absolutely, yeah, and, and yeah. so so you got to get those things under control. So here is so that manifestation we're going to call an a a, uh, a an evil spirit, an, an spirit. unclean spirit, because it's not spirit a manifestation of. Okay, just like the Holy Spirit is a manifestation of the things of God. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, things that God does manifest in you and through you, and so you attract those things of God. Does that make w- w- sense? Yeah, which is why Jesus was able to do what he did. He was he was the first to walk on this earth with the Holy Spirit inside of them, right? Which would it be imparted into the disciples? And so he was able to do the things God was doing in heaven here on earth right. which is why all the sicknesses had to go all the all the oppression de- that's why ha- all those things had to go because when heaven touches you when perfection hits you when perfect love hits you uh everything op- opposing to that has to go out and die safe to say that the holy spirit is your connection to heaven yep absolutely i, I think that I, I sometimes growing up in the catholic church not throwing stones at that but i always thought the holy spirit was like this one part of the godhead that was away it wasn't until later in life that i realized that as a christian that actually dwells inside of me and it is my connection to god for all you pipe layers out there okay you know you have two pipes and you need to connect them with something you got a little metal thing that you screw on to each end that is the holy spirit well all right you I like that i like, like the that analogy. analogy all right so when God is saying here that I'm going to give you authority over unclean spirits, imagine if you had the power to control those anger bursts um, in, in a matter of a second where the Holy Spirit comes on you, you pray, and all of a sudden the things that would make you angry and explode like that no longer do so. Right. And your reactions to that could be two things. Number one, nah, that will never work. That's just religious hocus pocus nonsense. And you know what? If that's your response, you're right, and you'll never get that under control. Or you can embrace what God is trying to tell you to do and impart into you and say, you know what? Let me make this the day that I get my anger under control, where before you had no control over it. Now, with the help of God, you have complete control over it. Right. And I, I think that we talk about a lot of the sound of heaven, right? Is It's, you know, at the end of your limitations is the beginning of what God can do. It's yeah. the, a limitless power of God. And that's what happens when you really give your life to God. It's not just about your strength anymore. It's about what God can do through you. Yep. Yep. 
No doubt, no doubt. So that's the authority, and that's just one small example and in a very generalized way for everybody to understand. When it talks about he gave them authority over unclean spirits, and we could go with different directions. You go to addiction issues, you go to sex issues, you could go to just mental torment issues, all these things that that many people would just go, oh, that's a demon, that's a demon, that's a demon, that's a demon. Yes, in the context of what the Bible's talking about, but more about the manifestation of what's taking place and the lack of control of of what's going on. Think about what happens when when we attach it to something some like being that is flying around invisible there's almost no accountability there that's no, a big problem and it takes away your authority it takes away your power right you right. know and, and your accountability of like maybe i have to fix these issues myself right and and maybe so i can say much. this hocus pocus prayer and it's gone yeah almost everything is dealing with what we bring on to ourselves and things that we can control we have the authority yep we Change. have the authority and then to cast them out again it's the imagery right where god says cast all your burdens onto me now what that means is that god doesn't expect you to take your bird and hook it up to a fishing line and then cast it out oh wow we're at 40 seconds already oh look at that i just blinked time flies when you're having fun oh man thanks for the thanks for the intro all right guys you're listening to sound of heaven radio we're going to continue our conversation on this because it's a very important conversation uh visit our website soh.church get all the information about our church we pass a, a church look called sound of heaven located right in deer park every single sunday our services start at 10 30 a.m we'd love to have you and your family there open up your app type in sound of heaven we got a free app for you as well too it's really awesome really powerful but stay tuned we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more out of Matthew 10. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. Welcome back, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all, and we're here with you each and every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova, and I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church, located in Deer Park. Visit our website at soh.church. You can see all the great things that we're doing in the community, check out our services, hear amazing stories, and much more. Subscribe to our podcast, Sound of Heaven Radio, wherever you get your podcasts, and be sure to give us a nice and amazing and perfect five-star rating. Like us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Sound of Heaven Live. Our call in number 631-451-1039. 631-451-1039. We'd love for you to join in on the conversation. Doesn't matter if you're local or if you're watching across the country. We want you to dial in and chat with us. We're talking Matthew chapter 10 today. Uh, again, 631-451-1039. Joined by my co-host Jason Koch D. Ambrosio. What's going on? I am still thinking about this would you rather. So the question was would you rather... 
have the foreknowledge to see only 10 minutes into the future or up to 150 years into the future. Yeah, I have to. I'm leaning toward the 150. Really? But my question is, is can I see it and change it or no matter what, it's no, what happens? No, no matter what is what happens. Ooh. All right. So I can't even change it. That's no. That's the thing. Okay. I still think I might go that route because I feel like I can make some predictions that would be profitable. <laughs> <laughs> you could, well, you couldn't you do that like with ten minutes? Like you're sitting there ten minutes before? Like, uh, possibly, possibly, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna go with the 150 and see how it shakes out. Maybe a bad decision. Yeah, it'd be, but it'd be it's more power, especially you, because you'd get into like a rut, and then you're like, "Let me see where this goes." Oh yeah. Let me see where this goes 20 years from now, and then it'll ruin your whole day. Yeah, no, I, I'm like a so. super perfectionist, and then, a, then you'd have 20 years of depression because you know it's gonna end a certain. Uh, way. you know, you might be right about that. Even even my dad came into the house after we got back, and it's so funny. He's commenting on all the all the pictures on the wall that are not even and like crooked, <laughs> and Chrissy's like, "Oh my god, you guys are like exactly the same." Because that drives me nuts. Does it? Yeah, it does. I can't have something just a little cockeyed, you know? Interesting. So, anyway. Fascinating things that break. Yeah, we got a call. Let's go to Daniela from Bayshore. Daniela, thanks for calling in again. How you doing? Hey, guys. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing absolutely tremendous, Daniela. I am so enjoying listening to you guys. You are like the lessons, but you're making me think. You're making me laugh. <laughs> you cool. guys, I love it. I love it. That's great. That's the kind of the goal here. We want to bring the Bible in more of a fun, creative, yeah, applicable fun. way. And you totally do. All right. Goal accomplished. See that? There you go. Yeah. We're good. So, I have a question for you. Sure. Anger, because you were talking about anger a little bit ago. Yep. So... I'm looking for different, you know, techniques. I know you were mentioning calling on the Holy Spirit. Um, I have never in my life been an angry person, uh, except uh, it's actually started last year. Okay. After I get saved, and I started learning the truth, I started learning the Word, and <clears throat> I know that I had my demons inside, and I went through uh, a ton of deliverance to get them out. Okay. Yet I know I'm still battling some of them. And so I know that they they like to come in and and get me to explode. And I've never been that type of person to explode with such anger and frustration. So my question is, what's a, a better way or just a technique or a way that it went about to unleash on my poor grandmother, who I don't want to? Right. But... Uh, you know, it gets frustrating at times, and a person can only handle so much. Sure. But I, you know, I am doing my best. Um, what can I do, like, in that moment of just awareness or or yell Holy Spirit or yell Jesus help? Somebody told me just say Jesus help. Um, what would you recommend in that case when I'm just so frustrated and the anger is going to come through? I may not even know it, you know. So let me ask you this: What what do you you said you you did never dealt with anger until you got saved? Uh, so what yeah. is what was it that made you angry? Was it finding the truth? Like what do you feel like is the source of the anger? Right. Oh. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Knowing my whole life has been a lie. Okay. Uh. Learning all of the lies of the world. Um. And as I continue to learn the truth. And many different aspects of life, whether it was education, food, nutrition, health, what wealth, financial, anything. Right. The, 
just, I, I've always been a truth seeker. So I, I have come from a spiritual new age background because I was always looking and seeking for the truth and knowing that that was not the way and only God is the way. So when I started learning the truth, it yes, I, I started becoming a very angry person. Right. Um, that I've never, ever experienced before. And it's been going on for about a year. I would say it started about last summer. Right. Just a lot of this anger was just coming out of me because I was just pissed. Right. That my whole life has been a lie, you know, whether it was my family or whatever the situation was. Um, And then just, you know, of the world and learning... Right. You know, so so here's here's a couple things. The first thing is you need to pray for forgiveness. You need to forgive them, knowing that most of them probably did it unintentionally to you. Um, Right. And and the second start with that. Yeah. Yep. And and the second thing you have to forgive yourself. Okay. Um, and those are the two things that you have to work because you can't go backwards no more. Now it's, see, the Bible talks about when we accept Christ, right, that Hebrews chapter two, verse 14, that that the, the devil has been rendered useless and powerless through the power of the blood on the cross. So now mm-hmm. that you know the truth and you know God, there is nothing, not not a single thing that should stop you from doing everything that God has called you to be and grabbing these victories in your life. There's nothing that that there that's a genuine opponent to you. The only way it's a genuine opponent is if you allow it to be a genuine opponent. So, because the power is in your court, the ball's in your court right. now, um, you know, based off of that verse in there. But here's what I would do. It's more of, it's not a technique, but it's more of a lifestyle change. And there's no one better to model than Jesus Christ himself. And some of the things that I thought fascinating, Danielle, that really helped me out, because I had, and still at times have this quick temperedness where I could burst into anger or just get easily frustrated and aggravated and and, and all that. So he, here's what helps me. The first thing that Jesus models for us is to get away. When when everybody was was sleeping, Jesus was up praying. And he started his day with this immense prayer, isolated alone, and he took himself out of the just the congestion of life and put himself into a quiet place or a wilderness area where he could just be spend time with him and the father. And so modeling that lifestyle where the phone goes off, the social media goes off, the kids take a break. This one, just listen, problem comes, just trust God. I need to get away, shut down for a second and just have conversation with the father. I think that is a phenomenal place to start because that's where your battery recharges in that place. This is not praying while your phone's on or in the shower or while you're cooking. And you can do those things. Those are great. But just like if me and you were having a uh, a very uh, uh, a serious conversation and you were texting the whole time, that would be a frustrating experience. Or if we were having a serious conversation and, and you're cooking while we're doing it, that would also be a frustrating. But if we're sitting down one-on-one and we're having a face-to-face conversation and all the distractions aside and we're having a heart-to-heart, um, that we have to keep God as the primary focus and nothing else matters of our life. Yeah, and if I can add something, you know, one of the awesome powers of God is his ability to look at everything from the outside looking in. I don't know if you watch secular movies at all, but The Matrix, right? One of the real things of The Matrix is they're outside of what people think is the reality. They know the truth, other people don't. Um, So they're able to react differently than others. You've got the truth inside of you. Uh, Really quick, um, I grew up not knowing who my dad was. Everybody in my family told me, um, basically, Basically, they were covering for it. They, 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 I was lied to in my life. What I had to do 
to get the forgiveness uh, going was to look at things, to get close to God, like John had said, but look at things from the outside looking in, right? Whereas realizing that the people around me were in really bad situations and they made bad decisions. So I was able to take myself out of it for a second, take a breath, trust God. And I'll tell you, I have found full restoration with my dad, with my family. We just spent a great few days uh, on Fire Island. He got to be with my boys. If I would have held on to that bitterness and not seen things, not, not put myself in a position maybe to sit on a perch with God and look at the situation uh, from a different perspective, I never would have had that opportunity. So I think for what John's saying is try to get yourself just with God so that you can see things through the eyes of God versus all the frustration that happens with your emotions. And one more 1A on that, Daniela. Be transparent and honest in your prayer. Very true. Um, it, it, like oh, yeah. what we got to stop doing is, are these religious ritualistic prayers that are not from the heart. So like when I say spend time with God, pretend it's like, because the God Bible always relates our relationship to God like a like a marriage, right? And imagine right. if we had this set marriage, like quite, like and we kind of do. How was your day, hon? It was good. How was yours? It was good. You know, what's, right. what's for dinner? It was, this is a, what's a, you know, and if that's the only conversation that you have in your marriage, it's probably not a good yeah, marriage. Imagine you pulled out a paper to your wife, John, and said, said Rachel, I want you to know that I love you. I think you are awesome. And then put it back in your pocket and you did that every day. At some point, she's like, this is not genuine. And right? so some, some of the hardest conversations that I've had were the most beneficial conversations that I have. So to relate that to prayer, get in your prayer closet get alone with god and tell him i hate what you're doing right now yeah in my life. this sucks god i'm frustrated right now i feel oh, like i can't he, go on oh, he knows <laughs> <laughs> he oh. d- he does but but when you are willing to be transparent with him he can take it you know what i'm saying a lot of times in that time where i put my hands up and say god this really sucks i have no idea what you're doing right now all of a sudden that still small voice inside of me which is him will start to reveal things and it's because I'm willing to be open and I'm not, you know, I'm not just going through yeah, the motions. Tra- with the God. transparency is key to prayer. Key yeah. to prayer. It really is. Because it, it, when you break through the ritualistic prayers, where you just, again, yeah. like Jason's saying, reciting off a paper, you know, it, it, or you're just repeating what Pastor says, it, that's right. not really legit conversation. There are plenty of times they're like, God, I hate what you're doing. Why are you doing it? I don't want to do this. I'm a little baby in prayer sometimes. And then I'm anger in prayer. And then I'm yelling at God in prayer. And, and, and then this is going on and that's going on. And, and just. Just all these things are taking place, and I'm transparent. And God's up there going, I know what you're thinking anyway, but I want you to hear. I want to know I could trust you with you being honest with me. You know what I'm saying? So just just – if you yeah, do those two things, I actually I have been doing that, and I you know I am doing my best to do more of it. Right. Uh, after she goes to sleep, that is my alone time to decompress. I do my I do my regular prayers, and then yes, I I free ball it uh, with him. I call on the Holy Spirit's with me, and I really just like to hang out with the Holy Spirit at night. It's just him and I, like we're best buds, and he tells me things that he wants me to do during the day. You know, and messages, and you know, I and I do my best to do it every night when I can, just for that alone time to be with him in the dark, um, and to be in that quiet time and to confess right. and to be brutally honest. You know, and I'm like, all right, yeah, you got me. Yes, I confess. This is what's going on. La 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 la. You know, and you know, things will happen. You know, and I I am doing my best to continually do that more and more. Um. But yeah, I feel like I maybe I'm just I didn't, I don't have the key yet. I feel like I don't hear him mm-hmm. as clearly as other people do. 
Well, you just got to keep. You just got to keep on. And honestly, too, when with prayer, make sure you also do things that you like to do besides the spiritual. Like if you like watching a movie, or if you like again, some of my. I'm I'm being real honest with you now, Danielle. Some of my greatest revelations come when I'm working out. When I'm playing a video, like when I say playing a video game, I'm not talking about like Fortnite. I'm like an old school 80s kid. So I got like regular Nintendo at my house. So I'm busting out like super bases loaded or Battletoads. And I'm sitting there going, all of a sudden something dropped. Why? Because I'm not focused on, I got to hear from God. 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 Because when you're so focused on something like that, sometimes you miss it and you try to force issues and then you think things and you don't know if it's of God or not of God. And then you try to do things that you think are of God and they're not of God. And and it's all there because you're trying too hard when you just got to listen and be yourself and 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 do that. That's a good point. The old adage, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy, right? right <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, you try to you try too hard with it. So, awesome. Thank you, Daniela. Yeah, Daniela, thank you so much for for calling in. We always love that you're 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 an avid listener. You're you're an avid caller now, too. Two weeks in a row. And we love you and appreciate you and we can uh we can't wait to see you at Sound of Heaven. We know you're going to come yeah. visit us soon. We're going to send a wake-up call to you. <laughs> all right. But no, we truly love and appreciate you. Enjoy the Bible studies and uh, that was a phenomenal call great call, great call. Uh, and, and great conversation so uh, but uh, yeah no and that, that hopefully everybody takes that advice but uh, I guess because we're closing out in a couple minutes here and we're still on this authority this unclean spirit to cast them out and this is where we left off before the last break was like when the Bible says like cast your burdens on him the things that like weigh you down you know God is not expecting you to physically take your burden stick it on a, on a fishing pole and cast it into this like there's no physical aspect to that right but it's the imagery of like when you're he's getting He's talking to fishermen, right? Of, oh, of right. casting. What is casting when you're fishing? You're taking the bait, right? You're hooking it on the hook, and then you cast this thing as far as you can into the water, right? And when Bible says cast your burdens onto him, you're taking them off of you, hooking them onto something, and throwing them all the way over to Jesus and far away from you. And so when you see this term here, it says to cast them out. We're taking these things that are manifesting that are not of God, this anger, this sex, this addictions, this oppression, this depression, anger for all these things. We're taking it off us and we're just casting it completely out. It's being moved. And so when we're saying, when I have an anger issue and I'm praying, I say, God, remove this from you. Or if I see that Jason has an anger issue, he sees I got one. And we pray for one another and we go, in the name of Jesus, I bind this, I I bind up this anger. I'm, I'm wrapping it up, right? Spirits. And I cast it away. I'm taking it off him. I'm throwing it away. So it's no longer on him and, and it's away from him. And then to heal every disease and every sickness. And God created everything. And in the beginning, in the Garden of Eden, God created everything perfectly, right? right? And because he created everything perfectly, that same God that created everything, that created you, that created me, that created this world, that created the stars, that same God lives inside of me and you. So guess what we have the power to do? Create. Ah, creator lives inside of us promises to never leave or forsake us we too can create as god created because it's not us that's creating it's the god in us that's creating and so when we see disease and sickness we know that's not the will of the father and we know that we can create things and recreate things and be creative with these miracles as well too which is what jesus did and i know i have a comment here but this is the crazy part here now names the 12 apostles. This is verse two. We only we did verse one today, a whole hour yeah. on Matthew 10, one. But here's verse two. Now the names of the 12 apostles are these, the first Simon, who's called Peter, and his brother Andrew, and James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip, and Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, and, T- and Thaddeus, Simon the zealot, and uh, Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed him. The one who betrayed him. Before he betrayed him, he calls him the one who betrayed him. 
Huh. Yep. And he also talks about that these are the 12 he gave the authority to, 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 to cast out diseases, to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, and shows you that even though Judas knew, Jesus knew Judas was going to betray him, he still had the power through Christ to heal, to raise from the dead, and do great works for God, which shows wow. the point that you say all the time, Jay, God's not looking for perfect, he's looking for willing. That's absolutely right. You know, and I don't think there's a greater example than Judas Iscariot in the Scripture. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what we're looking at here as we go through Matthew is Jesus is restoring everything to where it should be, right? God created us in the garden. He created us in perfection. He created us to walk with him and, and, and to commune with him. And what we're watching through Jesus is that complete restoration, which was promised all throughout the Old Covenant. Absolutely. And if you're listening tonight, I want to pray for the restoration of your life and the things around you. I want to pray for the restoration of a good, healthy marriage. I want to pray for a restoration of joy. I want to pray for a restoration of peace in your life. I want to pray a restoration of finances and fortune in your life. Uh, uh, that peace of mind, man, that's such an underrated gift, man. Yeah, because absolutely. you make, a, you know, you can make some real bad decisions when you don't have peace in your life, right? I want to pray for restoration with relationships with your children, restoration of your health restoration of faith in the future, restoration of that childlike faith that we once had that the world can so quickly destroy and thwart and twist and, and manipulate. And so I pray that God's promises are restored to you. I pray that God's peace is restored to you. I pray that all good fortune and blessing just can be multiplied on you a hundredfold. And if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I pray that you make this prayer yours. Jesus, come into my heart and make me new. I thank you for dying on the cross for resurrecting three days later. Today, I want to make you my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you said that prayer, or if you just heard it, repeat it in your own words. And if you said that, we want to hear from you. It's the greatest decision you've ever made in your life. I promise you that. And go to SOH.Church, hit contact us, and tell us, hey, I prayed tonight for the first time, or I rededicated my life tonight, and I'm expecting great things in my life. And and, and that's another thing for in prayer and seeing that. Wake up and just acknowledge that I expect great things to take place in my life. We want to send you some gifts, and, and we have some things that can encourage you. You can also download the Sound of Heaven app, and that will keep you kind of connected and keep you motivated and keep scripture in front of you at all times open up your app store you go to the android marketplace search sound of heaven and download that but i want to thank you all for listening time i want to thank jason for joining me tonight you're listening to sound of heaven radio we're with you every single wednesday and friday at 6 p.m right here on 103.9 li news radio at the levenstein studios we hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll see you this friday six o'clock don't miss it tell your friends tell your friends god bless The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.